0: Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton.
1: I want you to note here what it says. When we sin, we sin against God ultimately, supremely. But when we sin, we also sin against ourselves. We bring harm to ourselves. We bring destruction, trouble. It's rebellion against God, but that rebellion against God... It comes with a personal price for us. There's a price that we pay when we sin. There's a spiritual price. Our relationship with God is broken because of our sin and our rebellion.
0: When your life seems to be going in a different direction than you had planned, it's easy to give up on God and go your own way. But when you rebel against God and His Word, there are damaging circumstances. In today's message, Pastor Dan shares that when you sin against God you also sin against yourself. The plan God has for life may look different than what you imagine, but hold fast. It may take longer than you would like, but God is working, and His timing is perfect. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 44, for today's edition of Ring of Truth.
1: Jeremiah chapter 44 tonight, if you want to turn there for me. Jeremiah 44. I planned on doing 44 and 45 tonight, but we're just going to do 44. 45 introduces a new topic, so we'll save that for next week. But Jeremiah 44 tonight. So since it's been a few weeks since we were together In our Jeremiah study, I just want to give you kind of a little bit of a review of where we are in the book of Jeremiah. As you may remember, the Babylonians under King Nebuchadnezzar conquered Judah. They destroyed Jerusalem and all of the cities of Judah. They burned Jerusalem to the ground. The Babylonians also carried away the people of Judah as slaves back to Babylon, leaving only a small remnant of Jews in the land of Judah. And then after conquering the land, King Nebuchadnezzar installed a man named Gedaliah as governor over Judah. And so Gedaliah was a, you know, kind of a a governor that really served Babylon. He was a good governor for the people of Judah. He was a fellow Jew. He served the people well. But you may remember Gedaliah was assassinated shortly after he was put in place as governor. He was killed. He was assassinated. And then after his assassination, the remnant that remained in Judah became fearful of what the Babylonians would do in retaliation or in response to the assassination of Gedaliah. So the people of Judah that were left, the remnant, They were very much on edge, wondering, what will Babylon do? How will Babylon respond to the assassination of the leader, Gedaliah? We can kind of relate to that a little bit, can't we, as a nation? Right? With our nation assassinating, killing uh, that Iranian official, and then there are people now in our country that are on edge. What's going to happen? How will Iran respond? Is is, is it over? Is there going to be further retaliation. Well, that's what was going on in Judah. The people of Judah were on edge and the people of Judah decided to flee to Egypt for refuge. Egypt was one of the few countries in the Middle East that was not under the dominion of Babylon. And so the people of Judah thought they were safe in Egypt and they thought they were out of the reach of the Babylonians in Egypt. So that's where they went. They went down to Egypt. If you look back in chapter 42, in verse 10, the Lord says to the people of Judah, If you will still remain in this land, then I will build you and not pull you down, and I will plant you and not pluck you up, for I relent concerning the disaster that I have brought upon you, Do not be afraid of the king of Babylon of whom you are afraid. Do not be afraid of him, says the Lord, says Yahweh, for I am with you. That is always God's answer for our fear. He is with us, his presence. I am with you to save you and deliver you from his hand. And I will show you mercy that he may have mercy on you and cause you to return "...to your own land. But if you say, we will not dwell in this land, disobeying the voice of the Lord your God, saying, no, but we will go to the land of Egypt, where we shall see no war, nor hear the sound of the trumpet, the call to battle, nor be hungry for bread, and there we will dwell, then hear now the word of the Lord, O remnant of Judah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, If you wholly set your faces to enter Egypt and go to dwell there, then it shall be that the sword which you feared shall overtake you there in the land of Egypt. The famine of which you were afraid shall follow close after you there in Egypt, and there in Egypt you shall die. So shall it be with all the men who set their faces to go to Egypt and dwell there, they shall die by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence, and none of them shall remain or escape from the disaster that I will bring upon them. The Lord tells them, do not go to Egypt. You will not be safe in Egypt. In fact, the Lord says, you could not pick a worse place to go to. See, the Lord knew that the Babylonians were planning on invading Egypt, and that the Babylonians would conquer Egypt. And the Lord knew that everything they just went through in Judah at the hands of the Babylonians, it's all going to happen again down in Egypt. And if they go to Egypt, they're going to go through all of that again. And the Lord says, you're safe. If you stay here in the land, I will be with you. I'll protect you. But the people of Judah didn't listen. And they didn't listen to the Lord, and they fled to Egypt. And so now, the remnant that was left in Judah, they're down in Egypt. And that brings us to chapter 44 tonight, where we pick up the study. Chapter 44 uh, is really the final word of the Lord to the people of Judah. The remaining chapters of the book of Jeremiah are written really to the surrounding nations that surrounded Judah. So this chapter is the final chapter for the nation. This is God's last word to them. It's his last dealing with them here in chapter 44. Verse 1 says, The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the Jews who dwell in the land of Egypt, who dwell at Migdal, at Tophanes, at Naph, and in the country of Pathros, saying, And so, These cities in Egypt are listed. The people of Judah, they fled down to Egypt. They scattered throughout the nation of Egypt. They've settled in these different cities in Egypt. And so the Lord is addressing the Jews now down in Egypt. And he says to them, thus says the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies. He begins by reminding the people of Judah That he is the Lord of hosts. He's the Lord of armies. The people of Judah feared the army of the Babylonians. And God reminded them that he is the Lord of armies. That he has a heavenly army. Often when we face a crisis, we think that God doesn't have the resources that we need for a particular crisis. I need an army right now. The Babylonians are coming. We need a strong army. We need to go to Egypt. And the Lord says, no, I'm I'm the Lord of hosts. Don't forget who I am. I'm the Lord of armies. I have a heavenly army. I have an angelic army at my disposal. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. You have seen. Now watch what the Lord says here. He says, you have seen. All the calamity that I have brought on Jerusalem and on all the cities of Judah. And behold, this day they are a desolation and no one dwells in them. God says, you saw what happened in Jerusalem. You saw what happened in all the cities of Judah. They were all completely destroyed. No one dwells in them any longer. And you know why those cities were destroyed. And he tells them, he reminds them what happened in verse 3. Because of their wickedness. Which they have committed to provoke me to anger. And that they went to burn incense and to serve other gods whom they did not know. They, nor you, nor your fathers. The, The cities of Judah and the city of Jerusalem were destroyed Because of the idolatry of the people. Because of the idolatry of the people. Because they went and served other gods and worshipped other gods. And God here says, you remember, because it just happened. just happened. You remember what happened to Jerusalem. You remember what happened to Judah. And you remember why that happened. Because of your idolatry, those cities were destroyed. However, verse 4... I have sent to you all my servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not do this abominable thing that I hate. They they continued in their idolatry, even though God sent prophets to them to warn them. And God says here, rising early and sending them, meaning God constantly sent prophets to the people of Judah, From the moment they began to turn to idols, God started sending prophets to them to warn them. And all throughout that time of their idolatry, God sent prophet after prophet after prophet to try to convince the people to turn back to Him, to stop their sin, to repent, turn back to the Lord. But they did not listen or incline their ear to turn from their wickedness to burn no incense to other gods. The people refused to listen. Even though God sent prophet after prophet after prophet, they refused to listen.
0: Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive
1: prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com, or through our church app, or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor
0: Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message.
1: They refused to repent and turn back to God. They continued on in the rebellion. So my fury and my anger were poured out and kindled in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. And they are wasted and desolate as it is this day. People know that. Now, therefore, verse 7, Thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, Why do you commit this great evil, notice, against yourselves? To cut off from you man and woman, child and infant, out of Judah, leaving none to remain. I want you to note here what it says. When we sin, we sin against God ultimately, supremely. But when we sin, we also sin against ourselves. We bring harm to ourselves. We bring destruction, trouble. It's rebellion against God, but that rebellion against God, it comes with a personal price for us. There's a price that we pay when we sin. There's a spiritual price. Our relationship with God is broken because of our sin and our rebellion. There can be a physical price for our sin. There can be an emotional price, a psychological price. There can be a relationship Price, a relational price, we might lose friendships or we might lose our, our family. There's always a price. There's always a price we inflict on ourselves by our rebellion. We we suffer consequences of our sin. That's why the Lord the Lord asks them here why do you commit this great evil against yourselves? Why do you why do you do this to yourself? You bring this upon yourself. It's your it's your own doing. Verse 8, and that you provoke me to wrath with the works of your hands, burning incense to other gods in the land of Egypt where you have gone to dwell, that you may cut yourselves off and be a curse and a reproach among all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness of your fathers, the wickedness of the kings of Judah, the wickedness of their wives, your own wickedness, and the wickedness of your wives, which they committed in the land of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. He says to them, have, have you forgotten what just happened in Jerusalem, in Judah? Have you forgotten what your idolatry brought upon you, the consequences of your sin? It just It just happened? Brought this destruction into your life? Now, watch what he says. This This is why he's bringing this up in verse 10. They have not been humbled to this day, nor have they feared. They have not walked in my law or in my statutes, or walked in my law and my statutes that I set before you and your fathers. When the remnant of Judah fled down into Egypt, they didn't go down to Egypt and say, well, we're going to go to Egypt, but we're going to keep ourselves separated from the Egyptians. We're going to keep ourselves holy and committed to God. When they went down to Egypt, they went all in on the Egyptian gods. And they started worshiping the Egyptian gods. And God says now, don't you remember what happened to the cities of Judah and Jerusalem? Don't you remember why Judah was destroyed. It was because of their idolatry. And now, now you're doing the same thing in Egypt? You're doing the same thing that brought destruction upon your nation before? They haven't learned their lesson. They haven't changed. They haven't changed their behavior at all. They're doing the exact same thing they were doing in Judah. They've only changed the location. But they're still doing the same thing what needs to change is their heart not their location and sometimes you see that in someone's life where they they think well if I just change locations if I just change jobs or I move to a new town or I get new friends and make a fresh start and you know a clean break and and then everything in my life will change but you see this pattern throughout their life this pattern of destruction and this pattern of trouble and what needs to change is them they need to change not their geography, not their friends, not their, their career. They need to change. It's them. They're the common denominator and all the problems. And here, God confronted the people of Judah. He confronted them about this pattern of behavior that has been so destructive in their lives as a nation. This pattern of behavior that they have continued to follow in Egypt. And it's going to produce the same results. The same destructive results for them that it has always produced for them. That they just went through. The consequences are going to be the same even though the location is different. You know, in the Proverbs it says, as a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. And that's the children of Israel, They're the people of Judah. They just kept willfully returning to their foolishness. And so God confronts them about it. In verse 9, saying, essentially, have you already forgotten what happened in Judah and Jerusalem because of this same? wickedness that you did there that you're now doing in egypt they have not been humbled verse 10 to this day nor have they feared they have not walked in my law or in my statutes that i sat before you and your fathers no one has shown any remorse no one has shown any repentance no one has the fear of god no one was walking in god's ways Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will set my face against you for catastrophe and for cutting off all Judah. You know, the Bible describes God as long suffering. The Bible describes God as slow to anger and patient. But in verse 11, God says, I've had it. I'm done with you, Judah. I'm done with all of you. Verse 12, And I will take the remnant of Judah who have set their faces to go into the land of Egypt to dwell there, and they shall all be consumed and fall in the land of Egypt. They shall be consumed by the sword and by famine. They shall die from the least to the greatest by the sword and by famine. And they shall be an oath, an astonishment, a curse, a reproach, For I will punish those who dwell in the land of Egypt, as I have punished Jerusalem by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence, so that none of the remnant of Judah who have gone into the land of Egypt to dwell there shall escape or survive, lest they return to the land of Judah, to which they desire to return and dwell. For none shall return except those who escape. So he's just talking about those that went down to Egypt. Remember, there's a whole bunch of people from Judah that are in Babylon at this time. But this group that's in Egypt, he said, none of you guys. I'm done with all of you. I'm finished giving you opportunities to repent. I mean, this is it. You just went through the judgment in Judah, and you're doing the same thing now in Egypt. I'm done. It's pretty sobering. I think that God has come to that point with them. Verse 15 says, Then all the men who knew that their wives had burned incense to other gods with all the women who stood by a great multitude. And so uh, somehow he has all of the people of Judah, that remnant that's down in Egypt, he has them all gathered together in Pathros, this great multitude. And all the people who dwelt in the land of Egypt in Pathros answered Jeremiah saying, Okay, we'll change. Give us one more chance. Your Bible doesn't say that, does it? Look at what verse 16 says. Look, don't miss this. Look what they say. Verse 16 As for the word that you have spoken for us in the name of the Lord, we will not listen to you. We're not going to listen to you. We don't care what you say, we're not listening. Wow, that's pretty sobering, pretty heavy. The people at this point say to God, we're not going to listen to you. We don't care what you have to say. We're not going to listen. Now, I want you to note that this is of the last days of the nation of Judah, just before their final destruction, when God has he's finished with them, and hear the nation in the last of their last days before this final destruction comes upon them. what what are the people like? Well the people well, the people went from being rebellious against God to being obstinate. He asked me how I know and I say truer than the finest. Crystal.
0: That's all we have time for today on Ring of Truth. If you'd like to hear more teachings from Pastor Dan, we invite you to visit our website, calvarybc.com. There you'll have access to our library of previous messages available to listen to online or download to take with you on the go. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Each time we post a new teaching, you'll get a notification and be able to listen right away. We're so blessed to be able to provide you with insightful messages taken straight from the pages of God's Word. We pray you've been encouraged today by what you've heard. We'd like to take a moment to ask you to partner with us as we continue to build this ministry. God is using programs like Ring of Truth to share the message of the gospel through a virtual mission field. Now, more than ever, people are being reached through radio and online teachings. We're so glad we could be a part of it. And we're eager to see where God will take us next. Would you join us in seeking God's will for this ministry? We'd also ask that you keep our listeners in your prayers, that they'll be open to how God is speaking to them. We know God listens to the prayers of His people, and we appreciate you partnering with us in this way. Thanks for joining us today. We encourage you to take the things you're learning in this study and apply them in your daily life. In our next edition, Pastor Dan will continue teaching verse-by-verse, chapter-by-chapter, through the book of Jeremiah, here on Ring of Truth.
1: I see the signs and I
0: recognize them.